You're listening to the Parents of Hardworking Teens podcast, episode 76. Intentional time use. Choosing how we use and spend our time so that we create better outcomes according to our own personal goals and so that we experience more enjoyment in our lives. Aligned with what motivates us, brings us happiness and more fulfillment. And I say we here rather than your teen because honestly, I think this is one that we can all use. Because who of us doesn't want to spend more time on the things we enjoy, find fulfilling or contribute positively to the things we want in our life? Let's go. I'm Katie Jones and with over 15 years in education as an award-winning high school teacher, international external examiner and as a study coach, I've helped thousands of students skyrocket their results and confidence and this podcast is where I share all my insights, tactics and tips with you, the parent, so you can help your hardworking team get happy, smart and successful in their study and have you both enjoy the journey along the way. This is the Parents of Hardworking Teens podcast. Hey VIPs, how are you? I'm super well, which is a good job because I'm recording this at the start of a huge week. When this episode drops, I will be right in it. I have just completed exam marker training for this year's paper and started some of the early script marking. And I've already gotten so much just from the question wording, the mark scheme, and the few scripts that I've already marked with things that I really want to share with you and with your teens. So lots more to come on that, including my annual exam marker video diary. So make sure you're on my email list for updates and releases on that. Today, I want to share really a bit of a reflection with you based on a change that I've experimented with in my own life and also a conversation I had recently with a 10WGT student and her mum on a consult. And there was a particular part of our conversation that really struck a chord with me and got me thinking. Because I think we can all agree that we have finite time. Time is one of the few things in life that we cannot make more of. We can sometimes claim some of it back, so to speak, by maybe using certain services or systems or time-saving processes or technology, but we can't actually create or generate more of it. And side note, if you want a good book recommendation on that, I am in the middle of reading a book called 4,000 Weeks right now. It's by Oliver Berkman, and I'm really liking it. (laughs) Now, ironically, as I say that, I realise I probably won't actually get to read much of it this week because I won't have the time with all of the exam marking on top of everything else that normally happens. But what's in the book isn't... It isn't quite what this episode is about, to be honest. It's more that I've come to read the book as a result of what I'm going to talk about here. So if we can't control time, we can't slow it down, speed it up, make more of it. The best we can do is use what time we have intentionally. And to do that, we need to have some awareness, awareness around the choices we have, as well as the decisions within those choices that we make and how we are making those decisions. And we also need awareness of what we actually enjoy, what personally serves us, what actually genuinely fulfills us. And when it comes to your teen's study, there are going to be likely some subjects or topics that they enjoy and some that they don't. There will be maybe some types of tasks that they prefer 
or even enjoy completing and some that they don't. And there will be some types of assessments that they can just get in and complete smoothly and happily and some that they don't. (laughs) And the interesting, but I mean, this is not exactly a newsflash kind of thing here, is that we all like or enjoy different things. And thank goodness that is the case. There are so many reasons why that is a great thing in life. But the point here is that knowing this and knowing these things about ourselves for ourselves can be helpful in deciding where we want to or need to spend our time and energy. Now, I often talk about helping students spend less time studying. But I also know that some students genuinely enjoy studying or they at least enjoy some of the processes or the topics. And a random example, my mum will tell you that I used to love completing maths worksheets back when I was in the early years of primary school. I would actually ask for more from the teacher and I would bring them home and I would happily sit doing them. It's probably not a surprise that I call myself a little bit of a geek these days, is it? And another example would be my nephew. He loves sweeping the floor. He is kind of at that stage where he's wanting to copy what all the grown-ups do. And my sister kind of loves it, but I will be honest, she kind of wishes that he was a little bit better at it because sweeping and cleaning is not something that she personally then wants to spend her time doing. And my point here is that we want to optimize for the things that we do enjoy or that create good outcomes for us. Like I said, my sister doesn't love sweeping, but she does love the outcome, which is a clean home. (laughs) And I will share with you a very recent and topical example of this for myself. So at the start of this year, my husband and I decided that we would try to create that thing that sounds so great, doesn't it? A better work-life balance for ourselves. Because honestly, we often get told that we work too hard. (laughs) And I'll get back to those words, working too hard, in a moment. But we started to think that, hey, maybe they're right. And honestly... I think sometimes I'm almost a little bit too good at the delayed gratification thing. I'm very good at working hard and putting off fun things now in order to create outcomes that I want in the future. So in this case, it would be growing a successful business and having a meaningful contribution to students beyond the ones that I see in the classrooms. So in the name of enjoying more of life now, living for now, not just to create good things in the future we decided that we would have at least one full day at the weekend where we don't even open a laptop and that we wouldn't work after dinner. Those were our sort of self-imposed rules. So I also cut down my availability for relief teaching so that I could get more of my rock solid study work done on those days. And it would free up more of my evenings and weekends because I didn't want to reduce anything about rock solid study. So I reduced my relief teaching instead. Now, for a few weeks, it was kind of fun. I definitely enjoyed the novelty of taking the dog for a walk on a couple of weekday mornings each week and grabbing a coffee by the water after the gym rather than just rushing to get home and get ready and get out to school. And it was kind of nice for a while to veg out and watch TV of an evening, though On reflection, I do think it was, I already said the word novelty, I think it was the novelty of all that that was initially fun and appealing. Because here's what I found happening after a while. I had less urgency 
around getting tasks done efficiently because now I had more time to do them in. And so what would have taken me maybe an hour or two before would sometimes end up taking me a whole day. And honestly, we both got bored of watching terrible TV. (laughs) We quickly exhausted anything that we actually wanted to watch. And so we ended up scrolling lists of programs, sometimes without even actually eventually watching anything at all. So that kind of got pretty frustrating and a little bit rubbish. We did read a little bit more, which was kind of nice. And just to add to, (laughs) this is just like adding to the list of geeky things that Katie likes to do, as well as math worksheets, kind of got into doing puzzles. It's kind of the only way that I found that actually switches my brain off because it still gives it a little something to think about or to occupy it. And it doesn't start drifting off thinking about all the million other things that are on my to-do list or in my brain. But anyway, What also happened was over time, I just lost a bit of the zing and energy, or I will say quite a lot of the zing and energy that I have when I have to push a bit harder, when I do feel a little bit more under the pump. And most of all, I realized that I do actually like to work hard and that I'm one of those lucky people who actually enjoys their work. I love training students in exam technique. I love dissecting essay questions and then feeding back on the essay that's been written on coaching calls. I love explaining concepts to you, the parents, on webinars. In fact, one of my very favorite things to do is to take more detailed or complex or even just vague concepts and systematizing them or teaching them in a way that makes sense and is useful. And I actually also love making presentation slides. (laughs) I like a lot of the geeky stuff that others think sounds terrible. And it's not that I was doing less of these things. It's just that I didn't have the push. I didn't have that motivation of having less time to really get into them and put some energy behind them and get them done in a really efficient and effective way. And what I realized is that when friends would ask me previously what I got up to at the weekend and the answer previously was that I'd maybe spent the weekend doing external exam marking or planning out a webinar, they'd often tell me, oh, you shouldn't be working so hard. Because to them, that probably did sound terrible. But remember, I was the kid who used to bring maths worksheets home for fun. (laughs) So it dawned on me that I actually like things that other people would think sound rubbish or wouldn't want to spend their time doing. Now, do I also like things that other people also find great? Of course I do. I love going out for breakfast. I love taking a few drinks down to the beach or to the water in the evening and chilling out and having great conversations. I love going for a good walk and having coffee with friends. Although I actually also have a friend who hates walking. She would rather just do the coffee. So that's kind of what I mean here. We're all different, right? So even though, yes, I work a lot, For me, working a lot is actually not a bad thing. And remember, I don't have children of my own, so I don't have to deal with all of those sorts of things on a daily basis. So a better, in quote marks, life for me doesn't necessarily mean getting a better work-life balance. For me, the balance is actually that I enjoy the work in my life. After trialing this work-life balance that is maybe more aligned to what other people think would be great for them... I did it for about six or seven months. I did give it a good go. <laughs> after that, I after I came to some of these realizations, I have since gone back to doing more relief teaching and working more at home if or when I want to. Now, I know I could have just taken up a new hobby or something, but 
I realise I already have something that I enjoy, something that challenges me and has me grow and has me creating great outcomes for me and for my life and for my business and for students and for their parents. And so if I'm in the mood to work after dinner, I will work after dinner. And if I've got a big to-do list, I've realised... I actually like to be busy. I like that feeling, the energy and the productivity that I get when I give myself a fuller calendar and a bigger to-do list. And that doesn't mean that I think other people should be doing that. It doesn't mean that I'm saying that's what your team should be doing. I'm just saying it's good to know these things about ourselves. It's good to have the awareness of whatever works for your teen versus other people's experiences or opinions. And so I wondered if it might be useful or interesting for your teen to consider this for themselves or or for you to consider what this might mean for them. Because this might well be the case for your teen. They might want to spend their time on study-related tasks or topics. And that's all good. The issue is when they're spending time and energy on things that they don't want to be doing and that won't get them an outcome that they want. Remember, they might need to be doing things to create an outcome that they want, even if they don't necessarily enjoy doing the things. So, for example, they might want to spend twice as long making that PowerPoint look beautiful just because they enjoy the design aspect or they like the process of creating aesthetically pleasing creations, even though they know it won't actually get them any extra marks. I just don't want them doing that if it's because they're either maybe putting off something else that they actually need to be doing that will give them an outcome that they want. And I certainly don't want them doing it if they don't enjoy it and they don't realize that it isn't going to make any difference to their result. And this came up on a consult that I recently had with a 10WGT student and her mum. Now, she's a senior student and she was telling me that she really actually enjoys reading and researching academic articles and journal papers. And I think it was particularly for history that she mentioned it for, but the subject itself doesn't really matter. The point is, many students would tell me that they hate that type of research, that it feels arduous and for them it's not fun. So for those students, I would be focusing on making sure that they have the most efficient and effective steps and systems to get that research done to a high level to create the outcome that they want, but have them do it in the most direct way so that they don't spend more time on it than they need to. But this student actually enjoyed doing that type of research. She liked spending her time on it. She was actually choosing to spend time on it. This wasn't something that she wanted to stop doing in her study or minimize in her study, even though she was likely spending more time on these sorts of assignments or research projects than she actually needs to. So what we instead made a plan to focus on in terms of her training with me and the 10WGT was making sure that she gains the skills to analyze that research at the highest levels of criteria, that she was discerning in which evidence she eventually selected. And we spent time figuring out what the other weak links were in her study and the way she was studying, things that were holding her back in the results that she wanted, in the outcomes that she wanted, so that she could also spend some of that time fixing up or honing or developing those. And then on top of both of these situations, I even had Gemma, our success manager and English focus coach, talk to me about this recently. 
She told me how after proof checking episode 69, which was perfection versus productive, she said she had thought of me because she had spent an hour that day before our meeting making pretty labels for her folders in her office. And she realized to herself that she could have just written on them in Sharpie and had it all done in five minutes. (laughs) But the thing was, and the conversation we then got into was that, hey, if she enjoyed making the labels and she enjoyed just having them to look at at home, then all good. But if she was doing that instead of something that she'd have enjoyed more or something that she might not enjoy but was putting off that she was procrastinating on that would have given her a more impactful or valuable outcome than the good looking folders, if she was actually avoiding another task that actually would have given her more benefit, then maybe it wasn't the best use of her time. And that's just then something for her to be aware of for future. So to wrap this up, a couple of self-reflection questions that might be helpful here could be, am I spending more time on this because this is really what I want to do and what I choose to spend my time on right now? Or is it because I'm actually putting off something else that needs to be done or that I should be doing? Or even am I not doing something or spending time on something that I actually do want to be doing just because of other people's opinions or their own personal preferences? Hence where the title for this episode came up, Intentional Use of Time. If your teen enjoys studying hard, maybe it's not a problem that they spend a lot of their time studying. If they don't really enjoy it, or if they have other things that they would also like to be spending more of their time on, then yes, take action to make that study more efficient and strategic. Now, of course, I'm not saying that we need to go and evaluate every minute of our days, but for certain things, if we just got a little bit more aware and a little bit more intentional about what we're spending our time on and why, then maybe we could create just a little bit more enjoyment or some better outcomes and, hey, maybe even a better life, both now and in the future. And just as it was for me, sometimes we need to go there to figure it out. Turns out, even though sometimes I moan about being a little bit overwhelmed or having too much to do, I actually realize that I kind of thrive on that at least a little bit. (laughs) I like the buzz of needing to work efficiently, having to problem solve and prioritize. And I also still like vegging out in front of the TV every now and then, but less than I thought I would. And yes, I still love maths. I still love teaching and I still love building and growing rock solid study. good to know. So I hope you and your teen have a happy, fulfilled and productive rest of your week. And I will see you back here next week for another episode of the podcast. Bye for now. If you're ready to have your teen achieve their best possible results with less stress, then I want to invite you to enroll them in the 10-week grade transformation program, where they're going to learn the key concepts, skills, and strategies to catapult their performance in assessments and exams. It's risk-free. They either achieve bigger and better results with a whole lot more confidence in 10 weeks, or we refund you in full. Just head over to www.rocksolidstudy.com forward slash program and I'll see you there.